0: What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. This episode is the first one of 2019. It is a new year, and it is a new year of podcasts as well. Thank you for joining me for this week's show and for joining me for maybe all of 2018 if you're a regular listener. I appreciate each and every one of you. In this episode, I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. I'm gonna talk about um, 2018, the things I learned, the things I did, the things I failed on, the things that I um, maybe wanna get better on moving forward, and then just kind of diving into 2019, what are my goals for 2019, and what are some things that I want to accomplish uh, for the podcast, for my own little personal brand and business, and in other areas of my life. So I'll talk about um, New Year's resolutions a little bit, some things like that, just kind of give you a good old Jordan update. Um, I do have a question I want to answer. We'll see if I get to that one. I'm recording this before I actually um, do the podcast. So I'm going to see if I actually get to that question, but I did receive a great question on how to optimize training two or three days a week, just based on time constraints. Um, So that's one that I want to either answer in this show or the next one. You'll have to listen to the end uh, to see my answer in that. And I probably will get to it in this episode. Um, I don't think I. Need to spend too much time on New Year's resolutions. Let's dive into the show Um, and this first episode of 2019. Thanks again for joining me. If you're a new listener, welcome. This is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. And this is the first episode of 2019. It is January, oh boy, January 4, something like that, of 2019. So 2018 is over. The last episode that I did was the last episode of 2018. And I want to start out today's show just with a giant thank you for everyone who supported the podcast. Um, it is a good amount of time old, right? It's been over a year of podcasting, actually going on two years since I first started the show. I remember not last Christmas, but the Christmas before that was the year that I started the podcast. Um, and I recorded three episodes. I talked about morning routines, a few other things that I wanted to talk about and kind of give some pointers and advice on. Ended up scrapping all those episodes because they just were not really up to par or what I wanted for the show. They sounded very scripted, sounded very boring, sounded not really like how I would talk to somebody if they were sitting next to me in my car or across from me at a coffee shop. And that's what I wanted this to sound like. So I'd scrap those episodes, um, you know, four or five hours of work and recording and editing and decided to kind of do things a little bit more raw and do things a little bit more, um, you know, uncensored is not the right word because it's not really like a, a show that needs that necessarily, but it is something where I don't really edit and I don't really, I don't really go through and perfect every single sentence. I just try to be me and tell you guys what I would tell you if you asked me the question in person, right? Because I want to give you an honest in-person answer as much as I possibly can, try to clear out all of the, uh, mumbo-jumbo all the confusion that's around fitness and health and give you guys what you really need to live a happier and healthier life that's the goal of the podcast and it's just awesome that you guys are along here with me the podcast has grown a lot uh, I would say it's grown exponentially and slowly um, took a little dip I guess when I went to one day per week and then since I did that has been growing since then right so um, overall a pattern of growth which is exciting and there's new people every day I get messages all the time from people that listen to the show and even friends family telling me they appreciate the show and that they miss it when it's not coming out regularly so that all means a lot to me and uh, I thank all you guys for joining me at all right and for giving me a shot for looking up your question for asking a question to me um, all of that means a lot all of that means a lot of that support you're giving me really really boosts my motivation and pushes me along the way that I need to go uh, so I appreciate all of that I kind of wanted to talk about today the podcast in general fitness food and freedom stoltz fit all of this these different avenues that I've been messing with and exploring and the goals I had for 2019, if I hit them, um, and what I failed on, what I have as goals for 2019, and even resolutions from my own personal life, I wanted to touch on. Now, I'm actually kind of a resolution guy. I think that it's a great, I, you know, I'm actually not against resolutions at all. I think it's a great opportunity to uh, kind of get a fresh start, even if it's a fake one, right? Like, New Year's Day is no different than New Year's Eve, except for the 20. 2018 to 2019 transition, right? Overall, it's a Monday to a Tuesday. Nothing's really different. However, you know, it gives you this little symbolic opportunity for growth and a fresh start and a new beginning and an ability to set new goals, right? It's almost just like um, finishing a training program. It's not like you finish the training program and stop training. You just are able to start something new and reestablish where you're at, where you need to focus on and what your game plan and your plan of attack should be for that. So that's kind of how I like to look at it. Um, I think that resolutions can be really great and it can be something that can allow you just to think about where you want your life to be, right? Even if it's something that you don't hit, right? There's a lot of kind of poking fun at the people that, that break the resolutions, right? Um, Or maybe they don't succeed. I definitely had resolutions that don't, that don't really follow through and that I don't really end up achieving um, but I don't think those people, you know, whether it's me or somebody else needs to be made fun of for that. I think that a resolution is really a good opportunity to focus on what your goals are for your life, right? And to reestablish where your priorities and your focus are, because that's really what it's all about. If you want to be a, you know, a, maybe you want to raise in your job, right? And that's your new year's resolution. If you don't get that raise, you know, that's fine. But if you... You know if you have that goal or that resolution that probably drove you to perform better at your job to leave your job or to realize that your financial problems could be solved through other ways right there's a lot of value in speaking your resolutions and in making sure that it's something that you can actually go towards it gives you a good map um so mine for the podcast i guess let's talk about 2018 um 2018 the podcast grew just massively right i would say um christmas 2016 is when i started the podcast i think i think it actually aired in march 2017 um so in march 2018 that had been a year of podcasting and i had hit the goal that i wanted to which was um you know essentially looking at in the thousands per episode and which is crazy to think about but it went even bigger than that, right? It basically doubled over the course of a month or two after that and um, it kept on growing. So I had, you know, my first month over 10,000 downloads. Um, I had my first month over 12,000, first month over 15,000 and it just kept on growing. So I was really excited to see that constant growth and to see growth that just didn't cap off, right? And even if I had a down month, I could trace it back to something that I did, which I think is a really good lesson for twenty eighteen in general and for you know, I mean, hey, life. So I, I was able to see these scalable numbers and trace back exactly what I did, right? I was able to see, okay, so my podcast grew this month, and I had people on for interviews, right? Or my podcast, I had a stale month. it it, it was stagnant. And that's because, well, I didn't reach out for any interviews. I actually took a little hiatus for two episodes. Maybe I cut the episodes shorter, like 15 minutes an episode or something because I was a little rushed and procrastinating, right? Maybe these topics were from Better Than Me's. Everything was valuable feedback and um, it was a great opportunity going three times a week to be able to really look at um, what, what was working and what didn't work for the podcast. I also made the decision late 2018 to drop the podcast down to once a week, which at first I saw as a failure, to be honest, I kind of thought that, you know, three times a week was my, um, my, my niche, I guess, right? I don't know if it necessarily was, but the shorter, easy to consume episodes was something that I wanted to do. And, um, that was something that i really wanted to kind of be my specialty was more regular shows give you constant tips right but i kind of felt at first like i failed at that when after about 15 months or something i had to call it quits on the three episodes i just couldn't come up with enough content just wasn't getting enough questions for the podcast to manage that many episodes per week which you know it really adds up and it was harder to come up with Um, topics for especially the Monday episodes. I could talk about nutrition and uh, training all day, but I was having a lot of trouble with those. So I wanted to scale that back a little bit and focus on other things. I realize now that's not really a fail, right? It's just kind of figuring out what's working and what's sustainable. It's it's like kind of an 80-20 type scenario, um, letting myself have a little bit of flexibility and slack so I can achieve better things. And I think that I, I now see that as something that was necessary, but also as something that I want to work back towards and figure out a way to make more, more frequent episodes a more sustainable practice, whether that means more interviews, whether that means a co-host, maybe that means a more Q&A type format. Um, maybe that means shorter episodes even, like 15 minutes. Um, all these different things have floated around in my head and uh, I kind of want to find my way back out of this one week one episode a week thing because I feel like a little bit less connected with you guys doing one episode a week. I feel really connected talking to you all the time and getting you you know, your feedback on all these different episodes, seeing new listeners pop in for different ones, and then you start going to different episodes. Um, I think that was just a better overall structure. So that was for the podcast. Um, For me, I had to drop it down to once a week, but hopefully I can get back to at least two uh, and hopefully figure out a way to do that in a sustainable fashion. Um, I would say the thing that I did fail on in 2018 was focusing on efforts outside of the podcast itself with the business, so I did have a lot of goals, especially around March or April, to focus a lot on other avenues like Instagram, like YouTube, and put a lot of content on there that would kind of serve as an addition to the podcast for you, and I don't think I did a very good job about that. And I think that's just fine. I just think I need to try again. So um, it's on me, I guess. I don't really have any reasons other than just not really having a desire to make the kind of content that I started to. And that's just me figuring out what I wanna do and actually executing it. Just like anything, when you make a new habit, you have to kind of force yourself at first to get it done and then it'll become a habit, right? You gotta make yourself act and then that that action will turn into something that you do without, without hesitation. So um, that's kind of what I wanna do in 2019, I guess, to kind of sneak peek. One of my goals is to focus more on other platforms like Instagram, YouTube, not necessarily following type goals because I don't think getting caught up in the numbers is a very good idea. What I want to focus on is more than the numbers, um, just the engagement, getting people um, to view content, getting people to interact with the content, making it a valuable resource for the people that are in my number one thing, which is the podcast, right? So that's kind of what I want to do. I have some goals. I have a lot of things floating around as far as what I would like to do and what I would like my time to be spent on. A lot of that is going to be determined in the future, but as far as sometime in 2019, the goal is going to be, to start doing that more and be more consistent. And that's, I guess, where the goal is going to stay isn't a number isn't a number of posts per week, which is a mistake I made in the past is diving all in. What I want to do is just be more consistent, post some good content, focus on the quality, not get caught up in the metrics and the quantity of everything, and just put out good stuff that I would want if I was in your shoes. That's a goal for the business, for the podcast itself. Like I said, I want to get back up to more frequent episodes. I want to get some guests on the show uh, that would provide a lot of value. And I want to talk to you guys more. I think that I do a decent job of that already, but I could do an even better job of actually talking to you and getting your feedback, answering your questions, making sure that you know I am a friend to you that can answer your questions. That's really what I want to be. Uh, so that's a goal as well. In my personal life, I guess I want to keep excelling at work at my normal day job. That is definitely going to be a high priority. I want to focus on being a good husband, and that's very, very high on the list. Um, I also want to focus on creativity. So I kind of find that I need this little balance, right? I need this balance of this little creative streak that I have sometimes. I need this balance of like a logical um, monotonous, almost kind of streak in me. I need that. I need that side of my life, but I also need the creativity and I feel like I have the one nailed down, but not the creativity. So I need to focus on some creative outlets. I've trying to play the piano more. I'm trying to, um, actually kind of work art into my job a little bit, which is exciting. I'm trying to, um, make art as far as the business is concerned. So whether it's the YouTube channel, Instagram, some of that's going to be more artistic and creative, focus Um, all these things are things that I want to do to just help my brain and help my balance of everything so that's really a personal goal of mine and something that I want to focus on something that I want to um, just make more of a priority in my life I guess Um, that's kind of where I'm at for 2019 it's gonna be a good year it's gonna be a year of hopefully growth and reaching more people I think you can always, you know, if you have something that you like doing, it's always good to have it be something that in the end helps people because that's always going to drive you, right? Even if you feel like you don't really want to, even if you feel like you don't really want to do it some days, even if you feel like you're not really succeeding or something like that, um, you're able to get get grounded again in whatever in whatever you're doing, right? You can get grounded in the lives that you're changing or the people that you're affecting, and I think that's a really, really good thing I think if you're able to trace it back to somebody's life that you affected or changed or made better, then you're in a good place and you're doing the right thing. And that's really what I want to, to do. I would like just to kind of speak some thoughts, I guess, for 2019 is, you know, I was thinking about music and I was thinking about art and I was thinking about movies and these things that are consumed nationwide or even internationally, um, the things that have the power to change somebody's Life to change their mood to change their whole mindset in an instant, right? A song is four minutes long and you can completely change your mood, it can make you feel a certain way just based on a certain combination of notes or the certain words put together, right? That's crazy to me, and that's something that I want to achieve in every aspect of what I'm doing, as far as a business or. Uh, brand is concerned right i'm not interested in monetary i'm not interested in um even i'm not even interested in building it around my passion per se you know what i would say i'm passionate about and and interested in is making people feel something and making people um making people less stressed happier whatever it is i want whatever i'm doing to help people in that way, right? And to affect people and not just be an answer to a question, not just be a Google search, not just be another person answering this question with a different opinion, not just be a debate on a comment section, right? To really make people feel something or change the way they look at something is what I'm after. So provide people with that that release, that 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 break, breakdown of stress, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, just like a thought I've been having. So that's kind of the goals for 2019 and how 2018 has gone. It's been great. I've loved doing the podcast. It's been a big part of my life. I'd say I, a big factor how I got my job is because of this podcast. And I've met a lot of cool people because of the podcast. I've had some great conversations. I've been inspired. I've been discouraged. I've fought through some, you know, discouraging times through the podcast itself. And the podcast has brought me through other discouraging times as well, just because it was an outlet. Um, So I've really appreciated just having it in my life and all of you guys that come with it. So that's the end of the SAP, I guess, for today's episode. I do want to answer one question since this is technically a fitness podcast. So let's dive into that. All right. So my question today comes from Instagram at Stoltzfit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. I apologize for having a last name that is difficult to spell. Um, but this question is a great one. It's about training, weight training, um, and specifically, it's about training in fewer days per week, decreasing frequency. So the person is asking, I only have time, and due to time, you know, I only have so much time, due to time constraints, I can only train two or three days a week. Um, how do I optimize this? How do I make sure I'm getting the most out of my training, training fewer days per week like this? This is a great question and it's something that um, I've kind of figured out with a personal anecdotal experiment which I wanted to share with you. Um, For the past six months or so, I've been training six to seven days a week, every week. So I've been putting a lot of training sessions in, like over 20 a month uh, into my own training and I've noticed several things coming out of this increased, uh, going to the gym frequency, right? What I've noticed is a, a few things, one of them being that you feel really, really good to get out and move every single day is a game changer as far as your health and your mobility and how awake you feel and, uh, your stress release, right? There's not a day that goes by that. I don't do some kind of activity or some kind of training or something to make me better. And just doing that really is like a stress reliever. It makes my, my joints feel great. My joints have never felt better than they do right now. Um, and it's part of that's due to the type of training I'm doing, part of that's due to that frequency, but doing more days per week has actually been a really big benefit in that way. I would say maybe you can see this as a negative or just a lesson learned, um, is that you can really only have so much intensity per workout and per week. So you can't hit the gym six, seven days a week with you know, balls to the wall intensity, and especially in that lift, even if you can do intensity every single day, You can't do it every single exercise or lift in that workout. So you can't do, you know, let's say you do chest and you're doing bench press, decline machine, incline dumbbell, chest flies, then you hit some shoulders and some triceps, right? You can't give your all in all of those different things and you're gonna have trouble doing that because you're just not fresh, right? And I've noticed that 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 fresh feeling just is not there Uh, and it's not just the body part you train. It doesn't matter if you are you know, it's been a week since you trained the chest last. It doesn't really matter. It's more just like that you're hammering your body constantly. So uh, I've noticed that I did have to shy away from certain exercises, training more frequently as well. That's something to consider. So doing a bunch of sessions a week, I'm not about to do squats, deadlifts, all these different things all in a row every single week. Cause I will burn out and I will get injured. Um, so I actually, well, I still been doing squats, but I actually took out deadlifts altogether for the last, Four months or so, um, and all of my training for hamstrings has been straight leg stuff, curls, uh, good mornings um, for legs. I've been doing a lot of squats and quad focus type squat movements um, and single leg variations. So trying to make things a little bit more joint friendly, which is probably why I'm feeling so good as well. Um, but yeah, that's 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 one thing that I that I learned and. I would say that those are some lessons from more days per week, where I think fewer days per week has the advantage, Is just the opposite of those things, right? So if you're not moving more than three days a week, you are missing out on some benefits there. Uh, you are going to feel fresher going into each training session, so there's a positive. You are going to be able to bring the intensity every session, and if you feel like you can't, you have the flexibility to move those days around in your week. That was another thing is when you go seven days a week, you really don't have a lot of flexibility if you miss a session, right? You'd have to pick a session to make up somewhere along the line, which can be kind of a pain. So if you have three or four or even two, you can juggle those sessions around your week and choose when you want your rest days to really make it a better experience and a more flexible lifelong type choice. Um, That's been really, really big for me. I would say to optimize training fewer times a week is, the way is you're going to have to go after pretty big workouts. You're not going to be able to just do chest and then back and then legs. I guess you could do that split, but you're gonna be missing out on a lot. You're probably going to have to do some sort of, um, one of two different types of splits. Full body is one option. Um, or the other option is going to be, uh, so full body, I guess I'll describe that full body being, um, a, you know, you working your full body, maybe one to two lifts per body part, uh, three days a week. That's going to be an option. You can focus different things on each of those days. Another option is going to be like an A B A B A B type structure. So that's gonna kind of rotate every couple weeks where you have two workouts, A and B, and you're gonna do let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Mondays A, Wednesdays B, Fridays A. And then the next week is obviously going to start with B and you repeat B on Friday. So, uh, this is kind of a way to increase frequency every other week and you're going to get really, really good and really, really practiced on certain lifts. This is really going to help you increase your strength. Um, you're going to have to go after your sessions with a certain amount of intensity to just realize you're not going to get in there every day. I would say though, to optimize your training sessions, the things you need to focus on, isn't necessarily the split. It isn't necessarily like to optimize the lack of frequency. It's to find other ways to add frequency in, um, to make sure that you're getting the right volume for the week, right? So let's say you, you want your legs, right? Let's say your legs is your main focus, just because it's easier to talk about. Uh, so you do A B A B A B type structure because full body workouts, in my opinion, um, are pretty taxing and draining and are not optimal for progress past the beginner level. So you do that type of structure and you hit legs, let's say on workout B. So you do only legs in the first week on Wednesday, and then you do it twice on the other days. Think of those workouts as your foundational workouts, your hard workouts, your intensity days, mind you. Uh, The other day, maybe on workout a you can just do one quick exercise at the end of your day uh, to add some extra volume in Maybe it's a higher rep like leg machine or maybe a calf raise even Um, And then on your other days, what I would want you to do is do some kind of like uh, At home type small workouts uh, Even if it's just in the morning before you go to work, right? So you might only have the time to go to the gym two or three times a week, but that doesn't mean you can't get a little bit in to keep that muscle building signal going, to keep that frequency up, and to make sure you're getting in enough sets throughout the week. Um, so, you know, you don't even need a lot of weight. You just do maybe some squats every morning, maybe some leg curls with a band. Maybe you do um, set, set of 15 lunges per leg three times a day on all the days you don't train and that's how you're getting some extra work in so you can build up activity throughout the day even around those intense training sessions and you're still going to see a lot of progress i've found that to be really powerful something i'm probably going to experiment with next i've been really hammering away on the volume and i need to decrease that and i need to take a while to hang out and more strength focused and lower lower volume type training method so i'm going to do something like that um, where i'm you know, focusing on certain lifts, indicators, getting those stronger, and um, also adding in some volume and frequency with little mini workouts at home. Um, I would say that the king of everything, you know, you worry about optimization. The two kings in your training for progress are going to be number one, your consistency, right? If you find a program that you can do that fits into your life and that you will not give up on in five years, right? Don't look at things in 12 weeks. Don't look at things in uh, 16 weeks or eight weeks or even a year. Look at things in five-year increments and think about if you can stick to what you're doing that long a time, right? Because if, if you can't, it's no good. You might as well throw it out because you need to be training for life. Um, the consistency is huge and the other thing is to get stronger. If you're getting better, if you're progressively overloading what you're doing, um, you will, improve, right? Whether your goal is muscle retention during fat loss, whether your goal is muscle growth while you're building muscle. If you're getting stronger, better, more endurance, um, you know, more weight, better form. If you're doing all those things to improve, then you're doing like 90% of the stuff right there, right? Everything else, as long as you're training regularly and consistently is just the tip of the iceberg. It's just the frosting on the cake. You don't have to worry about it that much. That would probably be my advice is to just find a program, find a way to get stronger over time, right? Find some ways to increase. And if you right now can squat 100 pounds and in several years you can squat 400 pounds, you're for sure going to see a difference in your legs. If you, you know, and, and that goes for every single body part. I'm guilty you're guilty. We're all guilty of losing sight of the things that truly, truly matter, which is the consistency of your training, finding something that you love, some finding something that is fun for you and makes you motivated to go to the gym and makes you excited to train again. Um, And then the other one is just plain progress. And if you aren't doing one of those, you're definitely not going to see the results you want. So anything, if you ever see somebody say, my program's not working, it's going to come back to one of those two things. Either they're not working to get progressively better or they're not consistent enough to see the results they want. It's always gonna come down to one of those. It's always going to, no matter what, no matter how far you have to dig, it's always gonna come down to one of those and you can always, dial down your goals and your efforts to those and then work from there to complicate things but start there and you know reach out to me on instagram at stultzfit if you want more deep insight into that um, different split up or how i structure the exercises and the sets and the reps i'm always there to help you out and make sure that you're set up with a good training program because i think training is actually a little bit underrated um, as far as making change in your life and in your mind and in your whole lifestyle in general. So that's it for today, guys. Um, just running into a half hour, just about. And it is the first episode of 2019. My voice is leaving me. So I am going to sign off for the day. Thank you for making 2018. Awesome. For sharing the podcast with your friends and family, for posting about it on Instagram, for reviewing it on iTunes, for downloading every episode and subscribing all of that is very, very helpful, and has made the podcast grow the way it has. You guys are responsible for that. You guys are who I am thankful for. Um, So I'm going to sign off on that note. Have a great one, everybody, and I will see you next week.